Hello and welcome to Someone Should Make This, a show where we do the hard part of coming up with great video game ideas and offer them up to the world. My name is Danish. I'm Jeff. And I'm Matt. Hey guys, we're back together again. Guys. The boys are back in town. Guys, we have yeah. to talk about the big game that just came out. Everybody's going to be talking about it. Oh shit, Lonely Mountain Downhill. That game is so cool. No! Luigi's Mansion 3? Pistol Whip. Oh shit, yeah. Oh yeah, actually me and Matt have things to say about this. <laughs> we do have, we do have really. Uh, I was so distracted I didn't even buy it yet. Jo- uh, okay, actually, before we get into that, I want to do a little bit of housekeeping because that's uh, that's that's some good content right there. Um, <laughs> thanks to everyone for coming out to the uh, Extra Life charity and watching me and past and future guest Dan Wyland uh, make fools, fools of ourselves for 24 hours. I mean, him 24 hours, me more like 15 but um, that was super cool. We raised over $2,500. Are you saying you were incredible. just cool for nine hours or you were only there for 15 hours? Uh, both. Okay. <laughs> no, I was cool for zero hours. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, so thanks for that. Um, the link is still live. So if you didn't get a chance to donate, you still can. And you can check out the archive. And I would recommend skipping to the very end where me and Dan play Guitar Hero uh, while running on a treadmill. And it's really stupid. I go to the gym with Danish, so I need to look that up because that sounds fucking awesome. <laughs> yeah. um, okay, and then the other quick thing we got to do is the Remnant from the Ashes, the Make This Contest. Thanks to everyone who entered. It was uh, really awesome to see all your ideas. And um, so we have chosen three winners. Uh, we got Shu Beastie with Alien Isolation meets Last of Us. Chris Temison with Chess meets Tower Defense. And Christopher Stone, Warcraft 3 meets Mass Effect 2. Uh, I think these ideas are pretty cool. And what was fun about these is that when they would describe what they imagined the, the games to be, it was interesting because it was exactly, like, not at all what I ex- uh, imagined the games to be. Also, a special shout out to uh, a couple guys who uh, we really had the ideas of but didn't quite make it. Yeah, so we got Fluxel on Twitter and Jack through email. Yeah. Uh, very cool. All right. So, Pistol Whip. Um, that game is dangerous. Guys, I got fucked up from Pistol Whip. Danish got fucked up from Pistol Whip. That game is killing people. (laughs) (laughs) Do you feel like um, you've been Pistol Whipped? Yes. No. So I guess I should go first because I believe chronologically mine happened first. Maybe. Does that work? Or do you want to go first? Are you you guys playing this separately or together? Separately. Separately. It's a single player game. Yeah, well, I, I know, but I meant like time. in the same room or something. If you, you know, brought them, <laughs> no, you brought your headsets to the gym over lunch. Again, I want to uh, pitch the Twitch TV dot Switch uh, TV slash D Wyland because one of our setups was playing uh, VR ping pong in the same room, standing next to each other, and that was really fun. Uh, I'm gonna try to clip all these and post them somewhere. But anyway, no, we were in our own respective houses playing this at the same time and getting our asses kicked at the same time. Yeah, I think if we were in the same house, it would would it be worse? I think it might have been safer in my case. <laughs> Maybe, because we would have like looked out for each other. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so so I got so I found out Pistol Whip was coming out and I was like, "Holy shit, it's basically my idea from the first episode, except good." And uh so I wanted to get that. And I played it and let's see what I was I was playing for a good 45 minutes and which doesn't sound like that much time, but it is that's three um, hours vr time 
It's kind of three hours VR time. I'll, I'll go. Well, with three that. hours pistol whip time. I mean, that game is intense. Yeah. So in pistol, like, there's a lot of like squatting in that game, and not just squatting, but like squatting and then being shot at. So you're you're pivoting while squatting, and then a wall's coming at you. So you 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 keep pivoting, and like it's a lot of like holding your body in really kind of strange positions in squat stance. Um, you know that move from Thriller where you like squat down but then you like shimmy from side to side <laughs> yes that's this game uh so i was doing that i was i was playing on normal i tried a couple uh a couple songs on hard and they were just fucking brutal so i went back to normal um so yeah played for 45 minutes i was sweating profusely took the headset off and even even kelsey was like yeah you need to go take a shower because you look like a piece of shit okay, pause like, real quick do you guys wear like bandanas or do-rags or anything when you do no. vr because i have to I should. Um, I didn't. Yeah. Uh, everything was wet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I got that way with the first time I played uh, Beat Saber, where I just was like, or no, oh. it wasn't Beat Saber. It was the tr- the speed runs of Super Hot. Yeah, Super Hot gets extremely me, like, crazy. Yeah. yeah, I can see that. This is this is the sweatiest I've ever gotten playing yeah. a VR game. Oh, uh, of course that that running game, Sprint Vector, that was nuts too. <laughs> um. So, so I stopped playing, and before I took my my shower i decided to have a drink of water to make sure i don't pass out and as i walked away from my my vr space i was like oh man my legs they feel a little like noodly right now like as if i had been doing squats which is yeah okay it's been a while since i've done squats so uh of course they're gonna be a little out of shape um so have my drink go take a shower and sit down for a little bit of destiny for a couple hours uh after I was done gaming, I went to stand up out of my chair, and my legs decided they didn't exist anymore, and I <laughs> fell to the floor. <laughs> I, I sort of, I sort of patted at the doorknob as I fell, <laughs> just to try to grab onto anything, <laughs> and just like a sack of potatoes, just straight to the floor. <laughs> I had to crawl across the floor to my couch to like drag myself back up. And then Jesus. I had to walk around without bending my legs because <laughs> and putting any kind of like pressure on my leg muscles was like a death sentence. It was fucking crazy. And now I'm just super sore. It's been like three days and I'm still sore. <laughs> so what happened to me was um, a few days prior, I had just like pulled a weird muscle in my back doing nothing, just being old. Mm. And uh, I, miss- I-, I stayed home from work that day because I had like a terrible night's sleep. I had to sleep on the floor and all that shit. So like... There was the day I was not at work. The day I was kind of recuperating all day um, is when uh, Pistol Whip came out. And so by the end of the evening, I was feeling better. I could kind of have a little bit of movement back. And it's, I still felt sore, but I was fine. I put the game on. I was playing with it. And uh, I wasn't doing too much active stuff. Like I was dodging bullets, but just kind of swiveling my head side to side. I wasn't moving my whole body, which won't get you very far because the bullets are coming everywhere. And you really do have to move a lot. And so I was getting into it. I was playing it again and again. I was playing a couple of levels on medium, and it was really hard. So as I was getting into it, I stopped. I stopped thinking about my body, and I, <laughs> which is bad for people of our age. Yes, we it need is. to constantly think about our bodies and mm-hmm. what state they're in. Yeah, uh, and so I basically, um, I dodged a bullet. I did a like basically like a half neo back into the left, <laughs> and. Uh, and that, and my, my, and then just my back fucking snapped. 
and I was in <laughs> horrible pain. Jesus, Danish is in a and, full body cast right now, recording. Yeah, yeah. recording from St. Jude's. Um, <laughs> yes, that game's fucking awesome. It is good. It the, the, the real quick. What I'll say though is, it's not what I thought it would be in terms of just the mechanics and how to play it. So. I had a little bit of like a rough start because I just expected things to be a certain way. And you do have to just learn the game's rules. That's about interesting. How to aim and how to dodge. I felt like it was more or less what I expected. They, they re- maybe you didn't see it. They released a trailer that was sort of like an explanation. Oh, I didn't see that. Yeah. I, I, so I watched that first and I kind of knew what to expect. There's, there's, some, there's definitely like UI stuff that you need to learn what they're trying yeah. to convey to you. But I've definitely, and actually I wanted to say this to you is. Now that you have played it and you have like your frame of reference, I found that the second time that I went back to it, uh, a lot of those UI cues just like made sense to me. That's yeah. like it's sort of like playing Guitar Hero where you fail on a song a bunch and then you come back the next day and nail it. It's kind of like oh that. totally, yeah. I could totally see that. that yeah, I, my back is now at this point where it was when I started Pistol Whip the first time, where it's like oh yeah, I can, I'm, I'm fine. Oh, it's so nice tonight, I'm not. Then. Yeah, no, I'm not gonna play it. <laughs> So anyway, uh, that game's awesome, uh, and you should all check it out. Yeah, I'll definitely be picking it up before next week's app. All right, cool. Well, uh, who wants to go first well, with their one? Awesome one real idea? quick thing, in yeah. case uh, our listeners missed it, I guested on Friends of the Podcast Stephen oh, yeah. Jared's game breaking feature to talk about RNG. So big shout out to oh, them. Oh yeah, that's awesome. They're great. Uh, I have guys, not. Those guys are the best. They want me on there, but it's hard, and I want to be on there real bad. But there's things. Yeah, there's legal things, I guess, right? Yeah. Um, that, that sounds weird. Like, <laughs> I'm not like a felon. <laughs> well, <laughs> it's just job stuff. You know, we gotta we gotta work those things out. Get the get it all on the up and up. Yeah, you're not allowed to be on podcast within 50 feet of a podcast. <laughs> I did terrible things to a podcast. This one, in fact, I've ruined it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah that I haven't had a chance to listen to it yet, but I'm really looking forward to it, uh, Matt. Uh, how was it? Oh, how was how was Jeff? So, <laughs> so uh, it, it's funny if you go from our podcast over to that podcast. And you oh, are, the, the sense of a professionalism is just <laughs> oh my god, completely yeah. it's, different. It's I, I think Danish has attempted to do show notes before, and we just ignore them. At least, at least I do. I'm not ignoring them anymore. I'm actually trying to do them now. <laughs> um, but also, I you might you might notice that Jeff put on his sexy voice. Yeah, I was, <laughs> guys, I was so nervous. And I, I told them what? that. You, you didn't come off as nervous at all. You literally, you were like, hey, guys, I, uh, I have no, see, ideas. this is. I thought <laughs> it was like, oh, hell yeah. I was ASMR so close jump. to the microphone. So this is this is how I'm sitting now. <laughs> but last week, I was yes! like this. <laughs> oh, dude, there it is. <laughs> why don't and we have. Yeah, it was. Wh- why don't we have sexy Jeff? <laughs> yeah, we need just, sexy Jeff. Oh, man. I. That's what we're missing. And you know, I, I noticed something else too. I have a vocal tick where I end sentences with and so, which I think is my way of maintaining power over the conversation and keeping anyone else from talking. <laughs> you but say and I, so, so whatever they say sounds like you said yeah. it. Oh, I think I probably so said it like 130 million times. <laughs> I didn't. I did not notice this. I anyway. thought you, I thought you did great. It was a great episode. It was I had about a RNG. Um, a lot of great like RNG information came up on that episode and a lot of well it's it's definitely one of those shows where i'm like i i always want to have input on the things that they're saying which is why i so badly want to be on an episode um yeah they're, they 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 run a tight ship over there and it's great yeah they do yeah it's awesome all right so who's got a good one this week nobody <laughs> i got a good one no i got a bad one 
I'll right. go first. Um, <laughs> go for it. Go for it. I'm setting it, setting things real low. You've you've uh, committed now. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. So uh, recently there was a game that was kind of announced that was uh, an airplane like travel simulator, which is it was basically like Desert Bus. Yeah, it, Desert it Bus in the sky comes out early access, like if you kickstarted it or something right now, but it's coming out in like a month or two. The whole game is you are on a six-hour flight, and everything fuck? in the airplane is modeled. You can play little games in the back of the screen. You can look out the window. You can call for flight attendant and all that sort of stuff, and that's the whole game. Correct me if I'm wrong, Jeff. I think that's what it is, right? Yeah, it's they have simulated a flight, and there's a little... Speaking of RNG, there's a little bit of randomness to like turbulence and delays so that every flight's a little different, but... Like, you know, half hour after you're at cruising altitude, they roll out the cart. And then, yeah, it there's uh, your electronics sometimes don't work. Your Bluetooth headphones sometimes don't connect to your phone. <laughs> like, they uh, they have an eye for detail on that one. Um, so can you get up so, and, like, did you say you can get up and walk around and stuff, too? I don't know if you can use the bathroom or anything. Well, that's horseshit. That's, like, the best part of airplanes. I don't know why I'm saying this. It's not true at all. It's like it's, the worst part is well, it's I mean, the switching your legs existential nice. dread of flushing the toilet on an airplane. Oh no, it's getting stuck in the aisle. Like, like because you have to commit oh, yeah. to walking down the aisle for like 15 minutes because that's how long it takes to get down the aisle. And then if somebody <laughs> stands up in front of you, you're just fucked. You're just stuck there. Yeah. Well, uh, before I get into my idea, just real quick, Jeff, did they did the developers say anything about like they want this to be the next desert bus? Yeah. Or- so if I remember correctly, there is a like gaming charity event where they play desert bus every year. And yeah. this game is debuting at that oh, okay. event. That's cool. And then it's that's so yeah, maybe it's not out now, but it's going to be out then for maybe donors and then it'll release to the public later. Right. Okay. So my pitch is um, basically desert bus meets frog fractions. And if anyone doesn't know who frog fractions is, it's a, uh, it's a one of those. It's like a game within a game within a game. It's like many layers to it. You start the game. You're 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 basically you think you're playing an edutainment math game, where you're a little frog and you're just eating numbers and things. But then uh, you do certain things and the game opens up and it's just really twisted, weird uh, rabbit hole you go down. And I was always thinking like when I even with Desert Bus and now with this airplane game, I was thinking, well, what if you made a game like this where you kind of pitch it as a Desert Bus style game, but Underneath it is this other layer of something. So I, I was trying to think of what that could be. This idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what could that be? So here's what I was thinking. All right. What's a um, what's a situation where you are going to be sitting for a long period of time? Train, train, trans- transportation. You know, trains, planes, automobiles. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. Why would you be doing this? What if you were a passenger? What if you were a prisoner Ooh. being transported? Okay. All right. So it's Con a little air. bit like. Uh, sure, Con Air, like Midnight Run, something like that, where you're being uh, a fugitive. Fugitive, exactly. Now, train. where? What's what's coming next? Train crash. No, you have to escape. <laughs> well, yes. Uh, so the idea is, what if you are on this extremely long transit from prison to prison or whatever? And the cool thing is, you are going to be because you're a prisoner. You are shackled and you are immobile. And so basically, all you can do is look around and very you know slight hand movements. And this is a very good candidate for VR. I'm not going to say it should be or shouldn't be, but you hadn't yeah. even said it yet. I was just assuming it. Oh was. yeah, I was assuming VR. I totally was. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, absolutely. Um, so you're in VR. Your your hands are shackled together. Whatever. Now, 
if you just wait it out, you're going to end up in prison. You have, let's just stick with the six hours, let's say, or eight hours. You have that much time to escape. Now, your opportunities to escape are going to be sprinkled throughout and extremely subtle and extremely difficult. And so you have to really pay attention and like, it's like the hardest puzzle game, basically, mm-hmm. or like escape escape room, you know, where you have to piece things together. And then, so that's the second layer, okay? Um, there's a third layer. The third layer is you have uh, dormant psychic abilities. <laughs> okay, we took okay. a turn. Yeah. Exactly. So uh, people will try to be figuring things out. And if you do a certain thing, so in my mind, one example is like, let's say there's a... Uh, you know, the, the the cop next to you or let's something something's around you that's like could be used as a tool to as as a weapon or something. But it's like uh fused to the side of the bus or whatever. Like this little handhold, like metal handle is fused to the side of the bus. Let's say that if you decide to stare at it for like four minutes unbroken, then you can start to like jiggle it. And it gives you a, a, a clue that, oh, wait, something's happening. And you can basically use telekinesis and, like, rip that thing out of the bus wall and then, you know, use it to, whatever, escape. Or maybe there's something uh, more subtle even than that. Is like you a guy's walking back and forth with uh, keys or, you know, the, the handcuff keys or something like that. And if you just stare at it for long enough, you know, maybe the keys will fall off his belt, you know. So a really subtle telekinesis stuff going on. And then uh, that's basically it. And then we can layer on more and more weird stuff, like different dimensions, different, like uh, one idea I had was, so like I said, the puzzle is going to be very difficult to escape. So what if, if you un- you start unlocking these psychic abilities, you start getting psychic flashes of clues as to how to escape. And that could, might maybe help you. And so it's a little bit of like a um, engine where like the more powers you get, the more powers you can unlock and therefore you know so super powerful at the end this is really cool i i want to see these different twists these different layers change based on what you're telekinesis telekinesitizing sure that is absolutely a word yeah (laughs) (laughs) like because i'm thinking you're talking about like multi-dimensional what if there's a mirror that's just like turn just right so where you can see yourself and if you stare oh, at yourself you rip oh. a hole in space time yeah. <laughs> okay um so i almost want to pitch my version of this game like because as soon sure. as you said this i had ideas okay so i mean I, my, i'd say this is a com- this is, could be a complete idea like i could be done with yeah this like that so like you could, you have an idea yeah, um yeah. the only thing is i i always like to lean into the because Frog Fractions, I feel like you play it long enough and it... I, I haven't played it, but I feel like from what I've heard of it, like you play it long enough and it will, no matter what, turn into this game, right? Like it will start to evolve. Not if you... Well, the first step you have to do. Like you can play it oh, forever really? and if you don't do that first step, it will never change. Okay. And But after that, then you do go through the uh, court, the, the trial, the court case, you go through the uh, wandering the desert, you go through the underwater section, like all of that then is linear. But the first thing is a step you have to take. Okay, that's that's kind of what I was hoping for. And I guess yeah. you're kind of getting into that with, with your 
like your puzzle idea where you have to get we have to get the first thing done and i was imagining like maybe periodically throughout this train ride you are you know taken from your seat to go do like a bathroom break and you're always like yeah you always have a guard with you and maybe while you're walking there's something you can do or maybe there's something in the bathroom or maybe you have to do something and put something in the back bathroom you know whatever uh yeah. but uh the other uh, real th- quick uh that i was i want to say and this maybe applies to your game version as well if you do something and you get shot you have to start the whole six hours over again. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Like, oh, absolutely. Yeah, because, I mean, I normally hate that in games, but this is the game, this Desert Bus style thing, like, everything should feel, like, so risky and important, you know? So, yeah. So, what I was thinking is sort of a, a deviation from that. Um, what if what if this game is Desert Bus 99.9% mm-hmm. of the time? But sure. as soon as there is, like, you know, one of those big old like 24 hour thons about to happen you yeah. release like a quote-unquote stability update that <laughs> yeah. that adds this like layer into it so you're just hanging out on this train and once you hit like the 23 hour mark something just happens oh for like anyone who's playing yeah anybody who's playing that makes it that long something just That's happens good. like maybe there is a, a train wreck or maybe like a hole opens up in the sky yeah or just or just like you know like and that's what that's the other thing i'm getting at maybe every time there is a new uh a, a new event you re- we release a new patch that makes it completely different this time that's so now awesome, now people are absolutely going to play this fucking game every time there's a new or event. at the very least like everyone's going to tune in to someone playing to it see when what it gets happens. to thir- uh, 23 and a half hours yeah absolutely that's really cool i love that's it really like cool. Like, maybe in one, just, like, a guard's gun falls into your lap and you can, like, shoot your way out. And in another one, yeah, like, the sky opens up or there's a train wreck or, like... But it also... It all leads into this, like... You know, it happens at the 23rd hour mark and then it's kind of then designed to last about the last hour. Yeah. You know, and then it's, like, a whole different game for that. Right. It turns into just, like, craziness. Yeah, something insane. Yeah, like, exactly. (laughs) Like, pistol whip, like, running running down the train and shooting guards and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, another twist. What if this is third game now? What if mm-hmm. it's desert bus? You're still driving, but you have a lot more control stuff on the dashboard and stuff, so you can change the radio. What if about three and a half hours in, you can find a number station, and if you're able to decode the message in the number <laughs> station by hitting buttons on your dashboard, then it logs into another number station and that's like the inciting incident in frog fractions where it just goes completely off the rails at that point oh you know? what what if it, on that on that note it like like you said it is desert bus but maybe it's a version of desert bus where you can actually take turns you're not really going anywhere in particular like just part of it is like oh i'm just gonna take a right turn here i'm gonna take a left turn over sure. here. that's the whole game but if like you said if you can decode like a message that's on a radio station it starts giving you precise directions and that's what's leading you over to some weird fucked up like house in the woods or something. What if, okay. So (laughs) this is what if the game. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Um, Frog Fractions 2 came out years later and the big joke for anyone who was familiar with that game is that uh, it was going to be hidden in some other game. And so, and the, the designer said, okay, in fact, it was brilliant. Also, I recommend everybody to go look up the No Clip documentary on Frog Fractions because it's an awesome thing and it goes into a lot of detail. So anyway, uh, the designer of the game said, okay, I'm going to make Frog Fractions 2. I'm going to start a Kickstarter. Well, you're going to pay money into this Kickstarter. 
just know that you are not going to know when the game comes out. You're not going to know if the game comes out. You're not going to know what game it's embedded in. <laughs> it's just you. It's going to be out in the world at some point. And so for the next like four years or three years, anytime some weird game came up, it's like, oh shit, is this Frog Fashions this is 2? It. This is it. This is it. And, and that literally would happen in real life for every all these weird games. And finally, it was discovered in this like um, fairy Sim City, like. Uh, economic game where your little fairies <laughs> going around and collecting things and building up your bases or whatever and it was hidden in that game and that's pretty amazing i didn't um, hear and, about that one though i heard, I heard yeah. you told that story to me but yeah. I, i've never heard about that since and i feel like frog fractions everybody's heard about but this version right of, yeah um yeah if you google it it'll come out and the thing is um the game that it's hidden in is a real game and it's actually supposed to be a very good very well balanced like economic game, and that's awesome. uh, I love that. Yeah, it's it's amazing. Um, I don't know where I was going to go with that. Maybe that's just it. Just <laughs> what if? And this, I don't think this oh. is true. But what if, like sixty <laughs> hours into Death Stranding, it's actually oh, Silent Hills? What, whatever your yeah, it might. We don't know. Like we don't know. That it's might, impossible. Not, to that's know. not your idea. It might happen. Yeah. <laughs> it might yeah. Happen. Oh, that's where I was going to go. Um, the other game that this is in could just be a truck simulator yes right yeah so you just inject a patch into truck simulators like hey you got a long haul from the east coast to the west coast it's gonna take you 18 hours uh i need this we need this in 18 hours you can't stop for anything you know and then that's where we unleash this stuff it's real good (laughs) i could go forever with the what (laughs) this is awesome no i love this idea so much but i don't i don't want to over what if this idea i think i think we all know what we're in for on this yeah yeah someone should fucking make it uh, someone should make this. Someone should uh, make this. Yep. All right. Who's this, up? This game of all games. Uh, <laughs> I, I can go. Yeah. Mine. Uh, so mine's different. I was. Uh, oh, hey, guys, what's the game I can never fucking remember? And I wanted to write down this time. And uh, what? the disease know. game. The disease game. Oh, pandemic. Oh, Plague Inc. <laughs> Plague Inc. Plague, yeah. Plague Inc. Slash Pandemic. The game that always eludes me. Okay. It's the. Um, so. So uh, who's the best child actor of all time? Macaulay Culkin. Uh, I Wrong. don't know. It, it Jacob Tremblay. I'm a Tremblay fan, you know, so I'm gonna go bat, go to bat for him. Uh, the answer Leo DiCaprio. Just... <laughs> so I actually had his name in my head, and then you guys named all these child <laughs> actors, and I lost it. It's Haley Joel Osment. Oh yeah, yeah yeah. What movie? You... What was his second best movie? AI. No. Uh, it... mm, Danish. Husk. I don't know. <laughs> uh, the, the answer is pay it forward. <laughs> oh, I never saw that movie. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah, I heard it was good. It was fine. It wasn't that good. Yeah. Um, it was so okay. So pay it forward is about I don't know. Some shit happens. Somebody does something nice. Jesus, and, this is like, what? Did, when has come out? Like ninety eight? Yeah, it was a while ago. Yeah. Um, I saw it in theaters with my parents. Um, it's totally a parents movie. Yes, yes. We all loved it and talked about it on the car ride home. Um, <laughs> so pay it forward. The game. Uh, the idea is you have to do good deeds and then you get this sort of pandemic style overhead view of how your good deeds ripple out throughout like a, like a city. Nice. Right. I like that. That's kind of the whole idea. But I, you know, so I was trying to come up with how do you, how do you craft a good deed in the, in the way that pandemic is like, okay, you have, you have people start sneezing and like, that's. That's that's how it starts. That's how it starts spreading. Mm. Like you, you have this thing that's embedded in people, and then they start sneezing, and they spread it to other people, and then you, as you spread farther, you are able to 
unlock new symptoms of your disease. And, you know, you try to keep the killing stuff down. I fuck it. I describe this every time that I bring it up. You, yeah. <laughs> long story short, you try to destroy the world. In my game, you try to save the world. But yeah. what are the pandemic style uh, uh, traits that that you slowly unlock as I you think, play it? I think I might Charity, know where it starts. Compassion. I don't know. Like, Charity's good. Yeah, I, you know I like those you know as big a- topics, but like to start with, maybe it's as simple as just saying good morning to somebody on the street. You know, like that's that's the sneeze. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then it like a and then maybe compliment. holding doors open, and then it's like donating to charity or like volunteering and that kind of stuff. There's this guy. Uh, his name is Mr. Shy City on YouTube. I used to watch him. I don't know if he still does this, but every Christmas he'll walk around with envelopes full of twenties, fifties. And he'll just give them to strangers. Damn, and what? it was awesome. Yeah. So, uh, yes, I think that's that's one thing could be done. I, I like, Jeff, I like where your head's at, where it's, it really is the smallest thing can be, it could, it could do a lot to people, you know, just to brighten their day. If someone walks by and says, hey, I, I really like that, you know, shirt or whatever, you know, it's, uh, it can make a difference. So now, that's cool. Now, is there like a creepy scale where... <laughs> What? Like if you smile too much, then yeah, nobody... you say, yeah, you, the guy points out something. Let's just assume that no one's creepy. Okay, nobody's creepy in this. This is like the the wholesome game. Well, because the only yeah. the only thing I was getting at is like in in pandemic, as the disease spreads, there is like people start to get aware of it and they try to counteract the disease. Right. So is there okay. Some... Yes, I was gonna go in this direction if you were. Well, I'm down for <laughs> but... anything. My idea is so bare bones. <laughs> Yeah, no, like, my first thinking was, uh, so I just saw Dr. Sleep uh, a couple nights ago, which I loved. Yeah. And I was thinking about Stephen King uh, things, and they're making a new version of The Stand. And oh, really? The Stand is basically, what is it? It's like the Antichrist and the, basically, the forces of evil and the forces of good are recruiting for this new war. Right. right? That's they what ride, The Stand is? They ride bikes a lot, too. But, yeah, that's that's what it's about. So what if uh, every if there's someone else doing the same thing but for bad things, okay. and that's being tracked? And so it's this uh, you see this web that you're trying to like uh, fight against, and it's this war of like good versus evil. And that's where it it gets gamey, which is not necessarily a bad thing. But um, I I do sort of like this more altruistic version. But like you said, you know where does it go? So I, I have an alternate idea that's a little bit more organic. I think. What happens if somebody's super nice to you all the time? You start oh. to think, what the fuck is their problem? Like, what are they, what are they, what's their game? What are they getting yeah, what at? Are they, what are they after? What if they're, after your positivity movement starts to grow, there's a subset that's like, this they're is fucked vampires. up. Like, like <laughs> this has got to be a cult or something. Like what's going on? Like we gotta, we gotta resist this. We have to stand up against this. And then your niceness becomes the establishment and your antagonist is this like group of rebels who are like, these people are hiding something. There's like some sort of conspiracy going on. So that's, that's pretty good. And that's, uh, that's, that, I think that falls a little more in line with the way pandemic works. Where if, if you play your cards too hard and too early, people start to become wise to it. But in this mm-hmm. case, it's like if you're if you're way too nice too early, people start to become like uh wary of it, I guess. Like they're That's actually true. I, I was I was kind of not sold on it, but now that I think about it, it's true because if you 
suddenly started donating hundreds and thousands of dollars to everyone. Yeah, people were, like, people were thinking right there's off. yeah, there's yeah, some yeah. scam going on. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Well, I remember somebody, and I, I think I was working with you guys and uh, up in Chicago, and somebody new came in, started working there, and they were super nice. And immediately, I was like, "The fuck is this guy's problem?" Oh, I've worked like, with people like that. A hundred percent happened, and I had to check myself and be like, "Why am I mad that they're nice?" Oh, dude, people have worked, I've worked with people who were super nice like that, and I, like, kept them at arm's reach because yeah. I was like, I don't know if you, if there's a thing, like, if you're, if you're trying to, like, destroy my life somehow. <laughs> so, and then that person left, and now I'm like, oh, that was just a good dude. <laughs> I fucked yeah. up. <laughs> yeah, this, this is actually kind of interesting. It's, a, it's a, it is touching on something that I think doesn't get talked about a lot, this sort of suspicion of yeah nicety. suspicions suspicions the word where yeah. yeah and so okay so you start with maybe you start with one person and you 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 tell this how does that work do you just tell this person like hey go out and say 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 good morning to everybody and then maybe they'll start saying good morning and that'll spread out or am i able to be like hey you have five grand go donate to the, like it's like you can go donate that five grand but that's one big thing but that actually might not have much of an effect, right? Like I could donate five grand to a single person and then that single person will be happy and maybe they'll say something or but, yeah. Or like maybe they won't pay it forward. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas and like not, maybe they'll just be greedy about it or something like that. Whereas uh, maybe there's a certain people respond to certain things. So someone will respond to a, just a nice compliment and that'll, and it, cause really what it's all about is lifting their mood <clears throat> right me. lifting their mood so that they are then nice to other people yeah and uh if some people maybe get re- respond more to money versus compliments versus just compassion or whatever and it's like being immune to the virus right the, the flip side of it mm. so it's like they're immune to compliments they don't really care if you can say whatever but if you give them some money because they're really in need of it that's oh, something yeah, yeah. that will you know oh it's like the uh, the five love languages or whatever where it's like exactly. giving, um, like, uh, in the other four. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? I don't even know what you're talking no, about. No, it's what like, a, yeah, it's just, it's different ways of communicating. Like yeah, people yeah, communicate yeah. in different ways. That's why it's like the classic thing of like, oh, the father and son, they, they can't communicate, but they love baseball. And so they'll connect over that. It's like that sort of idea. Yeah. Quality time just, is one of them. Yeah. 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 Right. Interesting. Um, so yeah, that could be that part of it of like, what type of person is this? What what do they respond to? So yeah, so is it almost like as the as the player, I get like a lever that I can pull for intensity of how nice my my small yeah. army of nice people are being. Type and intensity. Yeah. yeah, sure. And okay, now here's the meta question: Is like, how are you organizing this? Is it like you are just sort of this um, ethereal thing that you just endow one person with this thing, like? You click on a person. Imagine like Sim, you know, uh, Sim City or something. Like That's that. exactly There's what I'm picturing. Bustling yeah. cities of you know streets full of people, and you just randomly click one guy, and you say, "Okay, him. I'm gonna make his brain uh, nice activate guy. and just and then uh, <laughs> Act, be turn nice. On. <laughs> <laughs> nice guy. Yeah. And you get to exactly. click on their hearts and turn those on. So, yeah. so that's another interesting question. Is like, do you, when you click on this person, do you get to see stats of like how? nice they usually are like am i trying to be Maybe. like here's the grumpiest motherfucker in the world I i'm have gonna make idea. him nice guy but that's that's interesting because it's like um well, you know a few episodes ago we talked about the park uh, park managers or park simulators or whatever yeah yeah 
imagine that exactly, but you're not building attractions to change people's moods. You are just doing it from the inside out. You're doing it through a person. Building people. What and then if I can, building people? Oh shit! Okay, so yeah, like maybe, maybe that's it. Maybe that's how this works. Where you're building robots. I build a robot. No, <laughs> I I jump into the guy's brain and I rewire him to be nice and to say, you know, say good morning every morning. And yeah, he goes out and he right. says good morning, and then he starts like little tendrils saying good morning to people, and they're spreading it out. And those those are now people that I, as as the nice god, have influence over. Yeah, yeah. And then. I can then dive into other people and rewire them to be like, okay, now you are going to start uh, tipping more. And then, you know, so right. so he's going to start getting these people. And, like, that's sort of how your level of Oh, influence. yes. Yeah, this so, okay. I, Hold on. Uh, just been I, trying. Just been I know. Trying. So, okay, so this it. totally works with everything you're saying, and uh, and so like maybe yeah, you whenever you start the game, you have one person, and you can you know choose like one of three things that they're going to start doing, and once you do that, it plays for a little bit, you know, in that kind of um, RTS city builder way, and once you get twenty people, you've reached level one, and now you have access to one of those other three starters. Yeah, and those you are your can, perks. Right, and then you can affect the second group, and then when you get to a hundred people, then you unlock the ability to like maybe see what like what they're inclined to be receptive to. So when you click on a random person, you can like get a sense like, oh, they're going to respond really well to compliments or something, and so then you okay. can seed them. And so yeah, as you get more and more people, you get more and more ways of being nice, and you also are able to see more information on the people in the world. Okay, and my idea actually works with that, with that as well. So uh, imagine this web of good mornings that you see sort of like <laughs> spread out, right? Mm-hmm. But uh, and imagine that every one of them is like a color, like from starting with green and it turns like, you know, orange and then whatever. Uh, the ones that it's like generations, like if you're if someone is like the 10th generation good morning, who's 10 removed from the initial, um, it actually takes on slightly different properties. And now imagine separately you have the nice a good tipper web that's spreading spreading out. If the tenth generation good tipper meets a tenth generation good morning, it sort of like morphs. <laughs> Love is in the air. Pokemon breeding, yeah. <laughs> well, that's not where I was going. It's more like uh, if they say good morning to each other and tip each other, they they're receptive to this new form of sort of like mood. Oh, they've it's like organically more- created a third sect. Yes, that's what I'm saying. So that kind of what Jeff was saying is like, oh, you do 100, you got a new ability. If you do this, now they are like super receptive. And, and now maybe being... you start setting up super receptive people. And then some of the powers that you get later yes. on only that's... work on super receptive people. And that's how you, so you unlock have to kind of them lay the too. groundwork. And that's how you unlock them where you have to like wait for a good deed to be done in the world. And then now you can see that in other people too. That's and then maybe like something has a knock-on effect like let's say uh one person gets a tip and it's like you know what there's like a crit chance like oh yeah i'm gonna give you a hundred dollar tip like (laughs) 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 yes exactly and and that one hundred dollar tip has like this big bright spot and that kind of like has a far reach right but then the first generation like who get who got the hundred dollar tip that's the one thing they needed to put them over the edge to save their farm or Ooh. whatever. And then yeah. it just explodes, right? And so that could happen it's for like, a while. 
firing off a nuke in the middle of a city, but it's a it's a nice <laughs> a goodwill nicety nuke. nuke. Yeah, <laughs> nice nukes. It's the start. It's the start of goodwill nuke. Where the city is blows goodwill nuke has to be, is a great name for the game. Yeah. Goodwill nuke. So the the I was kind of thinking like what is what is the ultimate like form of this and. I once you started talking about people meeting and like right. forming new I I also imagine like you know what if in real life uh you as you as an individual got it in your head of like oh it'd be like somebody was nice to me I'm going to pay it forward and I'm going to go try to yeah. be nice to people throughout my day too but then you know at the end of your day you come across some other person and it, like that person is kind of clearly doing the same thing so you get this mm-hmm. sort of like like fist bump like yeah we're like on the same page here like right. can can that can that grow almost into like a cult like like <laughs> thing where they're like hey let's let's like start like a group or something or let's start uh they're, they're like, like um gangs like the tippers and the yeah, like the, the nice <laughs> gangs <laughs> they're all oh wearing God. leather and, and boots so weird. <laughs> no no but then they try to start like a little like like club where they're actually like uh, like trying to recruit people and like they sort of get their own little uh uh, buffs buffs for the group and like one of those buffs could be like i think in the movie don't they literally i, I don't know i thought they literally handed out like sheets of paper that like you know they do something good and then they would hand it like pay it forward like it would be written on it maybe or maybe yeah. they would just say it i don't know but it's a receipt so they can pay him back later yeah <laughs> but it's it's just like a reminder of like hey i did something nice to you you should go do something nice for somebody else and that it has a has more impact than just doing a nice thing like it's this added thing on top sure. of it to try to incentivize other people and then yeah, you grow you grow, grow your giant army of nice gangsters mm-hmm. so uh, talking about kind of uh, organic things that happen like world events that happen um you don't even need to go as far as uh, the antichrist <laughs> coming to like the stand <laughs> or do you <laughs> or do you that could be the final, final boss yeah uh, <laughs> no, but there's random like just a, a fractal things popping off could just be like negativity and then Maybe uh, if if a certain person doesn't have the right tools uh, in their brain, then they will easily be you know turned to negativity, and so that's another kind of plate, a spinning plate you have to kind of keep aware of. Yeah, like um, you know, shit happens all the time in the world, and shit can get you down. Like maybe two people are waving at each other as they pass in their cars, and then they get into a car accident, and now <laughs> there's this like detonation of negativity. <laughs> Because they were being Fucking nice, idiots. but then this horrible thing happened, and now everyone's grumpy in that area. They're like, "Oh man, this is what this is what being nice gets you." Exactly. This, <laughs> this is the point of the game here. This is our thesis. It's like, don't be fucking nice because nice nice. people are idiots. Just look out for number one. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I so I, I I was also I was thinking, what if uh, Jeff loves the term clockwork world, right? And I yeah. do too. Yeah. So so what if you have this guy who he's he's like your grumpy old man. And you're like, you're the, you're the guy saying good morning every morning. And you, if you want to, you can like really like drill down on this guy and watch him go throughout his day. And he's saying good morning. And maybe he's got like one shitty neighbor who every morning he passes and said good morning. You can tell the neighbor just like isn't having it and he's just staying mm-hmm. grumpy. So, you know, maybe if you look at that neighbor, you can see that he is he like owns a firm or something. Or he has like a lot of power within some sort of mm. area. And it's oh, like, yeah. oh, man, if I can get this guy, he's going to change a lot of lives. Mm-hmm. So then I then I can kind of look into individuals and stuff and try to cater what's happening to them. Like I can like I know that guy's going to go to the coffee shop and like, oh, the uh, my good tipper, uh, he tips the coffee shop person every morning. So I have influence over them. 
they can write a nice little message on his coffee cup. Maybe that'll get him. And like, maybe you can try to find ways. Or to, even like, oh, it's like somebody a conspiracy where you like yeah. build up. <laughs> yes, like, I love this. Day. <laughs> I love this sort of like dark conspiracy angle to being nice that I, I really want to push. It's good. Yeah. It's really good. Yeah, because that neighbor, you know, like he's not responding to the greetings and so yeah the tipper comes maybe he buys him his cup of coffee and then like that chips away at his hard exterior now yeah, he's, he's got a like little a, bit a meter yeah he's, he's got, got armor meter. meter yeah yeah armor. <laughs> you gotta break through it um and then like you said it's got the knock-on effect of him is like a, a nice nuke going off it's like a in, a in a shooter like killing the captain of the enemies and like all the enemies die it's like you get you turn him and then now like all <laughs> you, of his employees you are everyone going to be like super nice yeah it's like uh outer worlds if you have certain dialogue skills high enough in combat things will happen and there have been a few times where i'm fighting like some of the giant creatures and i kill the main one and then all the other ones scatter and then i slaughter them as they retreat it's kind of like that by the way real quick aside uh outer worlds is cool and it's the first time i've ever seen to have uh action uh consequences for dialogue options it's very cool it's so clever that's just big shout out to that that's an awesome idea Anyway. Uh, awesome. Well, yeah, someone should make someone this. Should nice make it. Nukes. Someone should make it. Nice nukes. I don't know about the name. <laughs> I think that we could do better than that. Goodwill well, you nuke. were the one saying it. Goodwill nuke we'll... was the one that you did. Nuke it forward. N- oh. <laughs> that sounds so bad. That sounds horrible. Um, we'll find nuke. out when the episode drops what I decided to do. <laughs> um, all right, Jeff, what's up? Yeah, so um, I have a rhythm game. Cool. Yeah, and it's not Pistol Whip at all. Good, because uh, one I will because die if I play Pistol Whip again, it's not. Uh, <laughs> it's not VR, and uh, and I guess it could Whoa. be, but I envision this as a side-scrolling rhythm game where you are a fighter, and all of your rhythm inputs are fighting moves. And I know this is a little similar to certain things we've done in the past, but I'm hoping that like we can find a really interesting angle because in my mind, your character's on the left side of the screen. And then there's an enemy on the right side of the screen. And when nothing's happening, they're just standing there kind of like in their fighting poses. And then when the beat comes in, there's kind of like a ghosted image that slides into the right and like hits the enemy. And then they do that move. So you can see the moves coming in and then you have to do like a counter to that move or like a a block to that move. And that's how you stay on rhythm with the whole game. Is this a genius way of teaching people frame data? Well, first of all, well, do you have more to say? Because I have something to Danish say. Danish hates this. Danish hates it. I know it's slightly similar to something that you talked about at one point, but I want to like really lean into the like rhythm music thing with I've it. got some zags for this one that I think is going to pull it out. I, I like it already, but Danish is being a fucking curmudgeon, and I, <laughs> he needs a nice nuke dropped on his house. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right, Danish, bring right. us down, and then Matt, you bring us back up. I got so, this. Don't worry. Not only have I thought of this idea, I have actually made this idea. It was one of the first things uh, I got my iPhone, like original, you know, early 2011 or something like that. And uh, I had this idea of exactly what you're describing, except my the difference for me was I had my guy in the center and I had guys coming in either side. And it was like uh, like that game Kung Fu for the arcades where it's like attack high left. That's what it high, was. Right, yeah, yeah. Low left, low right. Um, except it's rhythm based. There, there's a correct move for each person. That yeah. Comes in, right? And you, there's some sort of branching pads. Like if you do an uppercut, then he'll kind of like jump up in the air, like fly up in the air, and then you can kind of combo him. And uh, I taught myself the programming language Lua 
and I started to programming it uh, for iPhones. I had a working demo of it on the iPhone, and then a game called One Finger Death Punch came out, and God it was exactly damn. this idea. <laughs> exactly. And I was so fucking mad. And so you've ripped open old wounds. I'm sorry. And I, I even have a video. I was actually trying to find it just now, but I don't, I don't think I have it. I have a video of this idea, too, that I, I did. It was like an animation, a proof of concept that I'll, I'll post on and I'll put in the show notes because it's actually pretty awesome. I used Street Fighter sprites, and I had guys coming in, and it was like a cool choreographed dance. Not only One, one Finger Death Punch, but there was another game. Um, I'm looking it up right now. If I just Google Rhythm fighting game let's see what happens i'm gonna probably so while you're looking that up uh just want to like my original idea it's one-on-one the whole time you're fighting the same person the entire time and it's almost like a super choreographed boss fight but like set to the rhythm of you know whatever song right that's i mean that's a little different that's not bad yeah matt you've Um, got some zags I'm, i'm really looking forward to hearing those you want me to zag on you? Okay. Uh, the game, by the way, the other game is called Kickbeat by Zen Studios. And that first, also is... First of all, that name sucks. Kickbeat? That, that name fucking sucks. Let's get Danish's game. What? what? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you just seem so sad. I was trying to support you. Oh, oh thanks. <laughs> Didn't work. Um, you need a fucking no. nice nuke, dude. Yeah. I don't uh, like that either. I don't like that name either. <laughs> Yeah, so it looks nice like Kickbeat is like fighting multiple people too, and yeah, Kickbeat's a 3D version of my game that I made on the iPhone, which was oh, it was called Tapkido. That was a fucking awesome. That's name. a great name. Yeah. All right, Matt. Sad. Let's let's zag this shit before uh, <laughs> before Danish slowly fades into nothingness. Yeah, and turns into a mean nuke. Uh, okay, zag one. Just make it VR. Why are we why are we not doing that? Okay, so you're you're doing all the punches. My ba- my back's manually. already hurting right. Now. <laughs> just just you saying that my back just hurt. Uh, okay, here this is actually sort of based on a game idea that I was trying to make work in my head, and you kind of gave me something to work with. So Ooh. I'm sort of going to pitch that idea. Yeah, um, let's do it. But it would be VR uh, multiplayer, and it would there would be a beat, and the game uh, switches back and forth between who is attacking. And basically, you can send attacks out. Like, if I'm holding uh, the, the hand trackers, I can basically throw, like, a high punch and click the trigger in. And that sends, like, the high punch at the, at the player. Like, a, like you said, like a ghost image of a high punch. Maybe it, maybe it records, like, a, some of the animation, like a second of the animation, so you kind of see what's coming at you. Mm-hmm. It, sends it, it sends that ghost at the other player. And... It's up to them to block it by doing some sort of corresponding move. Um, so it's almost like you're launching fireballs or something at them, but it's like ghost fists. Yeah, but it's like ghost fists. And so so you can send these different moves in like different positions. And from the other player's perspective, it's sort of like, oh, maybe they have like a shield. And it's, it's sort of like a player-created version of uh, Beat Saber, except you're mm-hmm. shielding yourself from yeah. these attacks. And the, uh, the player... The attacking player is able to do more damage if they are attacking on the beat. Yes. Right. And the defending player, obviously, like the beat would have to work out so that the beats line up between uh, when it is sent and when it is received. And so right. you get you get more uh, defense power if you defend on the beat. 
Does that make sense? Yeah. So like maybe the the measure is broken down in 16. So you can do it on the four like one, two, three, four. But every once in a while you do one, two, three, four, one, yeah, one, yeah. two, so, three, yeah, four. Yeah, so the song can thing. even like speed up and get, like, give you more opportunities to send out. Right. And so then you're alternating. Attacks. So you're blocking, dodging for a little bit. And then it's your turn to attack and you go back and forth and you're just trying to whittle the other person's health down before the end of the song, right? Yeah. Or fuck their legs up so they can't stand anymore. Ooh. So what does that do then? It's like in real life, your legs stop working. (laughs) (laughs) And you fall down or or you break Danish's back. That would would be what I try. Okay. How how does that work in in the game? I mean, (laughs) you just, you send attacks like really far to the right and really far to the left. And the Danish has to swivel around to try to block these and it just destroys his spine. Okay. Okay. I see what you're doing. Spine Buster 3000. Gotcha. Um, Okay. So I feel better. You guys brought me back a little bit. Oh, good. Um, uh, I was going to, I was fading. I was like back to the future. I was just fading away. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But I will say uh, your description of how this works is uh, kind of similar to how, Punch out on Wii multiplayer used to work, where really? you would kind of dial in your punches, and then because you know how Punch Out is, it's basically kind of like a rhythm game, right? Because yeah, like it is canned moves, you're dodging, you're punching, right? But because multiplayer, you're programming in those moves and then taking turns, so it's kind of what you're saying. But um, that this takes that further. I like the VR thing. I like the um, making it more musical, like Beat Saber. You know, so it's it's basically Punch Out multiplayer. Meets Beat Saber, meets Tap Keto, meets Kick Beat, meets One Fingered Death Punch Man. What'd be really cool with this is if your right hand was red and your left hand was blue or the equivalent, you know? And so, like, being able to mix up, like, throw on left and right oh, or do, like, good. crazy things that yeah. then, like, when you're blocking, you have to block with the corresponding hand. Here's a, just like here's Beat Saber. a practical question, though. Um, imagine you are just, like you said, quarter notes, 16th notes, eighth notes. What if you're just like randomly flailing your arms all about and how does that work? Like that's very easy for the attacker to do, but very difficult for the defender to, to defend against. That seems well, unbalanced. Well, I, I think, think they would do like almost no damage, like chip damage yeah, or something. Yeah, I think it would be mm. diminishing returns on how fast. Like like if I if I nail the beat, I'm going to do 100% damage. If I'm off the beat even a little bit, I'm doing like 10% damage. So I would need to do 10 times as many attacks to fill it, like, which is like way too many. Like you'll right. fucking, kind of, you'll die. It's like a on um, uh, rock band where like when you're singing and you see like your little pitch meter and it's like kind of fluctuating around the note that you're trying to hit or something. And like it's it's only like barely hitting that point and then it's falling off super fast. Wait, how about this? I got it. So let's say you go, you punch, punch, punch. You do your like punches or flurry or whatever. And... Uh, it gets sent to your opponent. Now, for your hits to actually land, as the opponent is dodging them, you have to repeat the motions. So if you don't actually successfully redo what you did, it's almost like Mario Maker, you have to play your own level. Hmm. So like you, you, are... you set yourself up like a measure, and then as that's being delivered, you redo that measure. Yes, yes. Hmm. I'm imagining hmm. it a little more both players acting at the same time, I think. Well, how would that even work without that idea? How do you Cause, do? Because there's there's got to be a delay, right? Because you're you're talking about sending in like you know, punch, 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 and then as it hits the other player, I'm then yeah, punch, 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 punching punch. again. But yeah. I'm talking like to confirm. Yeah. I I'm saying I throw a punch, and that's mm-hmm. by the time I throw my second punch, 
that first one's already halfway there. And by the time I throw my third one, the other player is now responding to the punches that I've thrown. Yes. I guess it's not so different. It's just I'm saying repeat that block is all. I don't see. I don't. Here's here's, here's the only purpose. Yeah, I I totally agree with you, Matt. Like Mm. when you're in attack mode, maybe it's like like if it's 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 like oh i love it when jeff beatboxes on our podcast <laughs> okay shut up so, it's like <laughs> it's the second time. not uncommon i know i know, I know. <laughs> so so let's say like that downbeat like that's the time it takes for an attack to go to the opponent right so you have essentially two beats in between like you punch there's that's a beat too fast. and then it hits need, that's too fast i think that's good because it keeps everything on beat for the, the recipient the defender would not be able to react to it what do you wait? What? I disagree. Imagine a, a Guitar Hero highway, but imagine that the wall of it, where the notes appear, is like really close to. It's like uh, invisible note mode or whatever in Beat Saber, where it's like okay, it's a well, lot harder. Well, still, like even if it's if it's a full four beats separate, like let's say this is like a four four thing. Yeah. Then even if it's four beats, you might still be doing attacks. Like your attacking phase isn't just one measure. It's got to be you know like two to four measures and so sure. you're doing a constant barrage and so you don't have time to redo it by yeah, the time I'm it's hitting like, the opponent i'm imagining a phase lasts like five or ten seconds like you sure. get you get some time to throw some shit at the other player and then it's their turn to throw some shit back right uh i mean because, okay look i i still think that my repeating idea is good but you guys aren't into I, it i guess i, 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 well, I just so, don't get why though like why because there's no there's no challenge to throwing out punches otherwise I I think I, if you have a really sharp fall off on the amount of damage to where like if you're completely off beat, like it does no damage. Kind no, of but thing. then okay, that's fine. But then you're gonna do nothing but easy things. And that's not fun for you either. But it's, it's also exactly, easy for the opponent to block, and so you're not gonna do any damage to them, and that's what encourages you to do more complex Okay, what stuff. if it's but the what, complex stuff is not gonna be uh damaging. So No it will be because you because you can do quarter notes, you can do eighth notes, but if you're like totally offbeat, then you're not going to do anything. No, okay. Imagine a situation where I'm doing eighth notes. I'm on the beat, but I'm still flailing like here, here, up, like high, low, left, right, and you're just you're no, doing it. That's very easy for if, me to do. If you're offbeat, it's not going to. If you're like fucking flailing, like it's got to have a way to be like, okay, you're just flailing. We're not going to give you the on beats that you are accidentally hitting. So I'm not he, even here's talking about thing. flailing. I'm saying if. Making a very complicated attack, doing it correctly, according to the rules, is still way easier than defending that complicated attack. I don't know if I agree with that. Okay. I, I Just because I think any if you space it out right and the timing on the, like, the, the visual of seeing the attacks come at you, anything the other player's doing... You should be able to. I mean, like, just look at like Beat Saber. Like, how yeah. Fast plus, it's it's, it's location based too. Like, you're not well, just standing still doing it. Like, maybe if you punch like way out to the right, it actually creates like a big curve that comes in from the side that you have to block. Like, you can play around with the delivery a lot and still keep that beat. The the guy attacking doesn't have. He's improvising. That's why it's easy for him. The reason why I'm actually harping on this is because I I actually made a Beat Saber track of our intro theme song, which is awesome. Um, but I never finished it because uh, it was really hard. <laughs> but what would happen is I would be in the beat the the uh, Beat Saber like editor, and I'd be putting notes in where I thought they should go. And when I tried it out, it was so much harder than I thought it would be. It's because React yeah, but you is something... you weren't you weren't physically 
sending these notes out? Like you were, were you weren't you just like clicking on a graph to? Yes, set the exactly. Graph? I was clicking on a graph, but well, that's not how this I'm, game works. <laughs> I know, but there's no. I don't know. I just I think there's no challenge to making a complex pattern. Thinking about even on a on a, on a piano. Let's okay. say that I I make a random piano thing with eighth notes and everything's timed perfectly, and I I do it completely randomly. Now I expect you to copy that. That's hard. Even if you have like Guitar Hero shit coming down, that's still if, hard. So if the I, beat I, is I like, have an do, idea. Do 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 do. Like I feel like doing that is not out of the realm of possibility. I guess on in that speed, yes. So but we want to get to a higher ceiling of difficulty. I have a solution to this, and it's difficulty levels. So when you're on the easiest difficulty, it's exactly what Matt did. You have four beats a measure, and you have to hit those four beats. Oh, I I think what I did was fast. Well, like but I, what I'm I saying is like, it's, it's, it's the number. So like basically on easy level, you have quarter notes to hit. And if you don't hit those, they do like no damage. And then as you get harder, you introduce eighth, 16th note, maybe even 32nd notes. And that's when like as a defender, because like when you do those higher difficulties, it's not harder to attack. It's harder to defend. And so they end up being shorter matches potentially. But, but you're also wearing yourself the fuck out by just like, throwing these like this like flurry yeah i think it's totally self-balancing because the idea is to wear your opponent's health down but you're alternating attack and defense it's not all one-sided and i think that's where the ease of attacking versus the difficulty of blocking are balanced because you're constantly trading i think you could you could also trade you could also play with like things like how big is the defender's shield right and it could be much easier to defend a wider space with your shield or do I get two shields or, you know, how, did, how does that work? There's, I think there's a lot of things to, because the way I'm seeing it is attacking is sort of like your, the more, should be the more intense version where you're trying to like move around and like outsmart or outthink the other player. And then once it is your turn to defend, it should be a little easier on you in order to just like, this is now your break time to try to get your stamina back, but you still do have to move a little bit. You're not just like resting but you still have to move around and do your defense um the other thing i was thinking is what if what if there's a way to balance between some attacks you have to deflect and other ones you can just dodge sure okay yeah yeah, maybe there's two different buttons you can hit when you're attacking and like the ones that you just have to dodge do a whole lot more damage or something yeah or i was like in assassin's creed where like there's like glowing red ones that uh you have to dodge yeah exactly or whatever yeah yeah, so I get every volley or whatever, I get the option of sending certain dodgeable attacks yeah. that Plus, have to be dodged. Or one thing with this is with Beat Saber, you have directions. This would be like playing Beat Saber with just the dots. Like you don't have to, and you don't even have to swing yeah. at them. You just have to block them, you know? So I think right. that's actually making it a little easier too to defend. I think it would be cool if direction was sort of like a like a, maybe it's a buff or something where if, so if you I'm could swinging, do like an uppercut or a hook that like yeah has that. And, if, and if they block it like correctly like if it's an uppercut if, if they block it going from top down it's like a stronger block maybe okay yeah yeah uh last thing i'll say is that um you know a lot of a lot of ideas that we have on this podcast are totally good to go you know they're totally designed and like perfect but then there are some that like we just don't know how it's going to be until you try it, right? Because I'm thinking yeah, about, that's a good, like, that's a good yeah. point. like, Pistol Whip is a great one. And you sh- there's a really cool, like, um, video from Tested where they talk to the developers and they interviewed them about all the iterations that game went through and how they 
had different ways they thought would be like really good and it ended up not working and they would change it. Like, for example, one thing they did was um, you have a Virtua Cop style ring that would like shrink down over the guys and um, they you'd have to like shoot them on the beat. Like it's very pre pre prescribed beat well that was and, remember when i did the when we did our john wick episode that was yeah. how i imagined the game working in my yeah. version and right. it's like yeah. it's like they it's almost like at some point they had something close to my dumb idea and realized all <laughs> and the like, things that don't work yeah no and they like realized <laughs> yeah. like oh these things don't work like obviously they didn't listen to our podcast to make it this game's been in development forever but like yeah. it, it's it almost feels like at some point they had a lot of the same ideas and realized right. all my ideas don't work which i bet is if you drilled into a lot of our ideas on this podcast what they would happen that way sure no, not a lot just this just this <laughs> uh no because i was gonna say like me saying oh well it's so much easier to punch and that or than it is to just, like there's we have to do it to know right yeah and, yeah, yeah. and then so yeah but anyway uh I do think this is a very cool idea and a good save from uh, my very depressing uh, abandoned game that I, I made once. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, yeah, someone should make someone this. Someone should make Someone it. should make this. Awesome. Well, that'll do it for this week's episode of Someone Should Make This. Thanks for listening. You can tweet at us at, at Make This Podcast. Email us at someone should make this podcast at gmail.com. Congratulations to all the winners. We'll be reaching out to you and um, Again, just check out Extra Life. There's still time to donate and watch the video, the archive for me doing stupid shit. Rate us on iTunes. And uh, a big thank you to Mariachi Entertainment System for letting us use their music for our theme song. Until next week, we've done the hard part. Now someone should make it.